This is a podcast from SPH Radio. to another episode of adulting with Celeste and Jill who is now a mom since the last we spoke how wild how do you feel well it's been more than a month slightly Mm -hmm. more than a month Mm -hmm. and I feel fine like can I just say the recovery is ridiculous it's so quick I feel like Wolverine Okay, so just for the benefit of those who are just tuning in for the first time, mm. Jill was pregnant for the last nine months, and yeah, about a month terrible. ago, <laughs> Jill finally popped, and uh, she has a lovely baby girl now. Yeah, by the name of Lily Indy Meal. So her initials spell L I M, which is my surname. Was this all planned? Of course. Oh. Everyone, when I announced her na- announcement, oh, action! This child. <laughs> when I told people her name. They were like, oh my gosh, your initials are your surname. I'm like, yes. Because it was yes. clearly thought out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but okay. you were also deciding between Lily Jack Meals. Yeah. Which was also a very cool name. So. Lily Jack sounds like a pirate, which is really funny because she sleeps with one eye open. Oh yeah, she so does. She, she's like a little pirate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, both names would have been great. So Lily Indie Meals it is. Lily Indie Meals. So it's been a month since you, you know, got her birth a <laughs> birth, baby. Yes. <laughs> so how has it been? Uh, okay, so let's start with the day I gave birth. Right. It was 9am and I was having cramps. <laughs> And I told my husband, don't go to work today because today is the day. You knew it was going to be the day. I mean, like when you were pregnant, you had random cramps, but this was like period cramps. I'm like, hmm, Mm. that's consistent and strange. And he's like, no, I'm sure you're just fine. So he went to work. So you were alone at home when it happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it increasingly started getting more intense, these cramps, right? But... What the heck was that? <laughs> By the way, we're recording this podcast at Jill's house. So in case you're wondering why we're so quiet, it's because one, there's a sleeping baby. Mm-hmm. Two, there are two dogs. So we're trying not to be too loud. And yeah. then there was that obnoxious noise that you just heard. Uh, this is real life, okay? We're just trying to make do. <laughs> Keeping it real, yes. guys. Okay, so back to that. And then it started getting more intense. But, you know, I've never given birth before. And right. apparently... Okay, it's going to get real graphic. Okay, it sounds like a metal core show. But when you before you go into labor, you lose something called a mucus plug. A mucus plug? A mucus plug. So apparently, there's a mucus plug that plugs your cervix up and that will come out. And, and then, that's when your water bag bursts? No, 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 no. So oh, that it's a comes out thing. first. Okay. Right? And then there's something called the blood show. Whoa! <laughs> Did you only know what? about all of this like on the day itself? No, no, I researched it. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, I, I don't think my mucus plug has come out, and I've never, I haven't seen any blood, so maybe they, these aren't contractions, right? So I didn't know. So I'm like, okay, fine, sure, whatever. And my washer didn't break. And then it started getting really, really intense. And I'm talking about like the world's worst period cramps. And you have pretty bad period cramps exactly. to begin with. Yeah. So if you're a woman and you're like, oh, I've never had cramps before, you are in for a treat mm. okay <laughs> a rude awakening so anyways i've got really bad period cramps so mm. these felt exactly like that so i'm like huh cannot be contractions what contractions are a lot worse right i would think right but they were getting very close so every five minutes i would have these terrible cramps for a minute long so i'm like okay maybe it is and right. it started getting worse and i called my husband i'm like yo you got to come back because i think i think these are contractions like i think i'm gonna give birth 
And he's like, okay, just hang on, I'll come back. He was so, that chill? I mean, both both of us weren't <laughs> sure, right? It wasn't okay. his fault either. So he finally came back home. And the contractions are so bad, I could barely stand. So, okay, we get to the hospital. They put me in the delivery suite. Mm. It sounds a lot nicer than it actually is. It looks like a horror show. It is so scary. Really? It's like so basic. It's just a bed with like paper on it. So when you bleed and all that. And then next to you is like with the incubator where they put the baby. It's just, it's really terrible. And they hook you up to all these things. It's not a suite. I always had the impression that it's like a hotel room. I mean. So did I. Suite. Yeah. Or at least that's what Insta moms want you to believe. It looked really scary. Really? Yeah, it was not cool. And then you go in and okay, take off your underwear, take off your bra, and it's like okay, it, it started. Okay, your dignity is out the window. So they That's confirmed fine. it right when you got there. Then oh, yet. you're in labor. No, no, oh, no. no. Okay. No. So I was trying to be chill because I didn't want to be the dramatic first time mom. Because it could be a false alarm, right? Yeah. So we got there. They're like, "Would you like a wheelchair?" I'm like, "Okay, fine. I don't mind." So I, I sat down in the wheelchair and I was like, Haha, yeah, it's okay. You know, don't worry about it. Oh, you, the, the nurse that was pushing me, her name was Kimberly. I'm like, oh, my name's Kimberly too. Still trying to play it cool. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you got your lashes done. I'm like, oh, I did actually, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We get in. They hook me up to everything. I am now like naked in the gown. Mm-hmm. The, the nurse comes in and she puts her fingers in. And she's like, you're 6 cm dilated already. And I'm like, what? But your water bag didn't burst. Didn't break. Oh, wow. So she was freaking out because I was already more than halfway into labor. Like, how much are you supposed to expand? Like 10, 10 cm. 10 cm? Yeah. Oh, okay. So by the time I got to the hospital, I was already like 5, 6 cm. And she was like, why did you come in earlier? I'm like, wow. um, I need epidural. <laughs> right away. Because that's what everyone told me. Everyone's like, you need to remind me of epidural, especially if you give birth in the evening. Because the anesthesiologists, get this, they go home. So what happens if you give birth at night? You got to call them. And you got to hope that you are not too far dilated. So if you're 7 cm dilated already, chances are you can't get they can't administer exactly and I was already like 5-6am so I kept saying um, I asked for epidural Uh, yeah I opted for epidural and they're like yeah yeah we already called I'm like okay but like when when do you think she'll get here because I'm already 5-6 no and like yeah yeah we we told her it's an emergency Uh, she's on her way back panic mode on her way back you were in panic mode right yes and that was only at 2.30 in the day half day uh, this anesthesiologist (laughs) coming back from where anyways she gets back in time the epidural did not hurt at all Really? Yeah. Because I've seen some videos, they basically inject like this, this huge ass needle. ass needle up your spine. <laughs> yeah. But they numb, the area. they numb the area first. So the numbing is like really, you can't, I mean, uh, yeah, it's very tolerable. Uh, the right, numbing. right. I guess Jill also has a high tolerance for pain. And I guess when you're going through contractions, these like small injections don't hurt. Mm-hmm. And before that, the nurse comes in and she's like, would you mind if we have, you know, not interns, what are they called? The doctor interns? These two young girls love right. their training. Like, do you mind if they come in and watch the administration of the epidural? <laughs> and, you know, I've been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy when I was on bed rest. Yeah. So far be it from me to deny them education. <laughs> so I'm like, sure, let them come in and look at my butt because your, your gown is open, right? Right. So they came in and she administered the epidural. Full on party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it only worked on half my body. Wait, like top half, bottom half? Okay, epidural only numbs your bottom half. Oh, okay. So okay. that means it only numbed the huh. quarter because it only numbed the bottom left part. So you could feel everything, feel on, everything your on my right. right. Oh, everything. Oh my gosh. Why? Did I you don't ask? No. So you, they, at first they said, oh, when we administered the epidural, you were lying on your left. So it affects your left first. So give it some time, lie on your right. 
the medication will flow to your right and you'll be numb in about 20 minutes. Is that how it works? I don't like know. Like it will flow if you just topple yourself to the other side? I mean, <laughs> when you're in that much pain, someone tells you you just do and hope for the best. Okay, so but leaning, did it work? No. Okay. So I'm leaning on my right and I can still feel these contractions, okay? Right. And they are painful. Mm. And I'm telling the nurse, yo, I can feel it. I can still feel it. And the sweet spot for numbing is where you don't feel the pain, but you can still move your legs. Right, right. Because you need to be able to push, push. and whatever. Yeah, yeah. They just kept upping my epidural. They kept upping the dosage, right? Because you kept saying you couldn't I feel could, anything. Yeah. I couldn't move my left leg at all. <laughs> so the nurse is like, oh, I, I can't give you more because if you can't feel, then you don't know when to push. I'm like, I can't feel, but I can only feel it on my left side. So like, do something. Why didn't they... I mean... Can't they like just inject you from another side? I do no? not know. Okay, I don't know. I don't know how these things work. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm just guessing. So fast forward, okay, um, it kind of worked a little bit. Mm. So my whole body is numb now. And then this really loud, long beep happens. Like beep. And there's so many things. I'm hooked up to a lot of things. So I'm asking the husband, go check. What the heck is that loud beep? And he goes, oh, your epidurals run out. <gasps> Because they kept upping the dosage for my contractions, even though I could still feel, right? So now I have no more epidural. It's gone. Wait, so you start to feel things on your left as well? Or slowly. Okay. Slowly. Okay. Oh my gosh, so this the- sounds like a horror story. <laughs> How long was the entire delivery? So I get to the hospital at 2.30. By now it's about 7. So epidurals run out. And you still haven't started pushing? No. 20 minutes after the epidurals run out, my doctor comes in and he goes, okay, we're going to try to start pushing soon. <laughs> wow, perfect timing. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on, I don't have any more epidural. Okay, the nurse tells me we're going to start pushing soon. And I tell the nurse, I've got no more epidural. Can I have more? And she goes, you can, but you're, you won't use all of it. Lah, and it's very expensive. If you want, I can give you, but I wouldn't recommend it. Like but- administer another shot? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, oh God, oh God, I can feel it on my right. Like, what's going to happen? My doctor comes in and I'm like, hey, (laughs) yo, I've run out of epidural. What do I do? And he goes, oh, epidural lasts for four four to six hours. And he said it so calmly and chill. I'm like, okay, sure, fine. Then I start crying (laughs) because now we're going to push. And you were freaking out. Freaking out. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what pushing is like. I don't know what to do. But you're already in so much pain anyway. So how bad could it be? The pain (laughs) pain is really secondary. It's just the fear of the unknown. Like, Mm. how long am I going to push? How bad is this going to be, this whole experience? Mm -hmm. So 20 minutes pass. We start pushing. The midwife is there. And the midwife is this OG woman, okay? She looked like she birthed 12 children with no (laughs) epidural. Okay, like she... Cooking lunch, she had a child and she carried on right on cooking. Finished the meal. So she's looking at me as this like small, frail girl crying over this. And I'm just like, okay, fine. And she starts, okay, get into position. Okay, press down huh? and push. One, two, three, four, until ten. Who breathes that slowly? So you were out of breath by the time she finished counting, right? Why but didn't you just tell her? By six, I was out of breath. And then she goes, one more time. And then, so you have to do three pushes for 10 seconds, one after another. And I could barely catch my breath in between. And then you take a break. In and then you take a break. Oh, okay. Wow, so that's crazy long. You're hooked up to a monitor and from the monitor, they can see your contraction. So when your contractions hit like about 100, then they ask you to push. Okay. So, so did it hurt like the pushing or did anything happen at all after that first push? So nothing happened. I was pushing for about an hour and uh. my doctor is being really encouraging and being really supportive. Meanwhile, this OG midwife is like, doctor, you see the chart, nothing's happening. <laughs> 
And she's saying this right next to me. So I'm like, okay. That's encouraging. Like, don't lie. Don't tell me I'm doing great when clearly nothing's going on. Yeah. So my doctor, and my epidural's worn off. Right. So, so at this point, you I can feel, can feel the it. contractions. I can feel it. And when she said, okay, nothing's happening. I look at my doctor. I'm like, can you just cut her out? Like, just cut her out. Cut her out, meaning Cesarean. do like an emergency C-sect, yeah. right? So we're skipping a few steps. So while I was having my contractions, right. he had to reach in me to break my water bag. Why though? Break. No idea. I don't know. I didn't ask. In order for the baby to come out, I, guess I it, suppose? Yeah, I guess it's blocking it or like, I don't know, it's in the sack. Anyways, so he punctures my water bag with right. his hands manually uh-huh. and poo comes out. So when your baby poos inside you, your uh. baby's in distress. Oh no. And it's not good because when the baby has pooed in her water bag, she can inhale her poo, she can drink her poo, the poo can get in her lungs, infections. Right. So he was like, okay, your baby has pooed, mm-hmm. but her heart rate is normal. So would you like to have a cesarean to take her out now? Or do you just want to try naturally? Because we can see her heart rate, she is not in distress. Okay. So I'm like, uh, okay, sure, let's just try normally, I guess. Right. And when you're in that much pain and you're like, okay, so should I try normally and wait for something to happen or should I just take her out? So I don't know. Again, so it, it's the unknown, right? Exactly. Not knowing how long she'll take and all. So water bags burst. Now I'm pushing and then nothing's happening. And he goes, okay, I can help you with forceps. Would you like me to help you? And I'm like, sure, sure, anything. And he's like, very specific. You can't say anything. Would you like forceps? You gotta say yes yeah, or no, You right? have to like give him like a, a formal answer. But what's the downside to, you know, getting the baby out with a forcep? Mm. Are there any? There are. Like, you know, you could... You're pr- more prone to like prolapse where things just fall. <laughs> Your oh. insides fall. Oh. Uh, you know, just a lot of trauma. La. Right, right, right. That's pulling you out. So for and in- is it true like the baby's head will have like those marks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marks? Yeah, she, she did have um, a little like mark. But it, was, oh, yeah? it went away in a couple of hours. Oh, okay. So, for everyone who doesn't know what forceps look like, they look like, um, you know, salad tosses, the spoon, those huge fucking spoon salad tosses, those are the size of the forceps. Uh So that goes inside you. But before it goes inside you, your doctor's hand goes inside you to feel where the baby's face is. How much of his hand went in? According to my husband, it was up to his wrist. So his whole hand was Was inside. Up your female parts? Yes. So he was feeling around for the baby's face. He found where the face was and then he inserted the forceps away from the face. <laughs> so that happened. With no epidural. With no epidural. But I just thought I'd remind everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and he was wearing visors. Visors that were kind of reflected. So whenever I looked down, I could see what was happening. And I was like, oh God, don't look down. Oh my gosh. So when the forceps are in, you still have to push. He can't just pull it out of you. You got to work together with him. By this point, I was having every side effect of epidural. I was having a fever, I was vomiting, and I was having shivers. So every time I would push, she would count like one, two, three. And then I'd turn to my right where my husband was holding a bucket and I would vomit. This went on for how long? Like This This went on for about maybe 20 minutes of just pushing and vomiting, pushing and vomiting. Every time I pushed, I would vomit. But when you're in labor, 20 minutes feels like forever, right? The The whole labor was about, the whole pushing was about an hour long. But yeah. the vomiting and pushing was about 20 minutes out of the yeah. hour. So, I looked into his visors. I could see the baby's head. Oh, cool. When I was pushing. Yeah, yeah. But I was so distracted by vomiting, I couldn't push. So, he said, okay, just vomit, relax. Then so, go back to pushing. Yeah, so I stopped pushing and I vomited and I saw her head go back in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when does this ever end? So, the next push, she goes, okay, 
I'm going to have to cut you, okay? To give you more room for her to come out. Cut you down there? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, dude, like, I don't care. Just get this thing out of me. So he's like, okay, coming up. The next contraction, ready? Push. He snips. He pulls her. And I'm telling you, he yanked her. Okay, like my oh. whole body was being pulled by him. You you didn't even push. I did, right? I did. Oh, okay. Well, you did. I, I, I thought Altogether. I was pushing. Okay. And her head came out. And my husband is like, she's out, she's out. And I'm looking at it and I can still feel he's tugging. So don't lie to me and say that she's out. She's not out. She was caught in between. Yeah, so her head right? was out. And then suddenly all of this pressure just... I'm like, okay, now she's out. So so when he... I'm very curious <laughs> about the cutting bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> my mom told me like her doctor had to cut her too. Yeah. But because she was in so much pain, she couldn't feel it at couldn't all. Couldn't feel it. I so you feel really it. couldn't feel it? No, when could he- not feel it. And mine was a fourth degree tear, which is the worst it can get. Please educate the people what yeah. is a fourth so degree tear. That's first degree, second degree, third degree, fourth degree. Fourth degree is when you tear from your vag to your bum. Okay, picture that, guys. <laughs> it became a massive I mean, I didn't slip. look at it. I didn't look at it, but wow. it's from, yeah. Was Casey there when that happened? Yeah, he watched the whole thing. He was the, the cutting. He watched the fourth degree. Tear. He watched my doctor put his hand in me, and when my doctor's hand was in me, my doctor looked at him and said, "Sorry, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not make things more awkward. But sure, go ahead and apologize for this. Well, I mean, I'm sure Casey must have had a blast. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I mean that's kind of an experience, and right? I hope he That'll remembers cool. just how much your body had to go through exactly with this whole childbirth thing. I mean, kudos to you, thanks, like, man. So you had the baby. I don't know what time was that. I don't Do you tell remember? you the time. People will buy forty. Oh, is it okay? Okay, but like evening, evening, evening. <laughs> so I found out that Jill was okay. I made my own deductions because mm. I texted Jill first at around six in the evening to talk about work. Mm. Funnily enough. And then by 8 or 9, I didn't get a reply. And it is so unlike Jill to not reply me. Because I'm really right away. good about work. Yeah, she's... Please, what? And all the bosses, who's who's our boss now? Burn it. Take all, all the time, Jill would reply me within like the maximum half hour. Yeah. I didn't get a response for like three hours. And I was like, oh my she's gosh, Jill, are you delivering? <laughs> then again, no reply. Yeah. Until about like middle of the night. Then I got a text from our friend. And then I also saw Casey's Insta story. That uh, you popped And yeah. I was like Wow You were so silent I thought you would have You know documented it Like on your way So there, did I Instagram stories But no Like Bro, none of it I'm, wow. I'm a very bad sick person Like when I'm sick Don't bother me So it was really bad Yeah I was having a fever Throughout the whole thing So that was not fun Right But you know With the delivery right mm-hmm. Did you decide That you want to do Like a natural birth Like right from the get go I feel okay yes I, I definitely wanted A natural birth But I feel really bad I feel like people Kind of judge Women who get cesareans mm. They're like Oh you Always try natural Always go in natural Which is like I mean That's your choice man If you don't want to do natural Then don't do it Cause I mean no Your pressure. body still takes a beating Regardless Exactly right? It's so, not like cesarean Oh your recovery is you yeah. know, less of a woman. I mean, as far as I know, like, mm. the pain for natural is there and then, and then the recovery is, uh, I guess, slightly easier. Whereas for C-Sec, sure, it's faster, but the recovery is a lot longer as well. Yeah, right? that's what I heard. Yeah. But honestly, for me, after a week, felt fine. The stitches were completely healed. Like, you didn't feel a thing? Nothing. Oh, Although, wow. the first time I sneezed, that was intense. Like what? Like did <laughs> it things felt, rip open? It felt like it was going to, but of course it wouldn't have. La, okay. But it just felt like, oh, that's a lot of pressure and a lot of tugging. But really, after one week, 
My stitches were fine. My oh. my vag felt great. But what they don't tell you, hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids, Celeste. Really? Hemorrhoids. Why? They come out and they attack you and they are the worst Oh, is it pain? Because you were pushing too hard? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. The hemorrhoid was more pain than anything else. The vag. Yes. <laughs> really, it was the worst pain I've ever experienced. It was painful and uncomfortable and it just did not go away. And apparently, don't go away. So you need to get them removed. Are you going to... I don't know, get them removed. Of course, why would I want to keep them? <laughs> I have the trial, I, that's my souvenir. I don't need hemorrhoids to remind myself I went through labor. So prior to the, the actual birth, did you watch any videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, know, we, we were watching it together, actually. Oh yeah, we did. We, we <laughs> sat in my office one time and we watched like, I don't know, like the natural birth, and water birth. Worth, people just giving birth in cars. Yeah, honestly, I'm quite traumatized by the C-sec birth. I, I never mean, watched a cesarean birth. Oh, have you never? No, no. Because Irene, Irene told us not to. Well, I, I couldn't help myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I let my curiosity get the better of me. So I saw everything. Mm. And uh, if I ever have a kid, it will probably be natural first. But then again, with my broken back, maybe a C-sec. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But kudos to you. You now have a baby. A baby A girl. beautiful baby. Can you hear her crying in the background? Is it picking it up? Very faint. She's Very got faint. really bad colic. So life has been miserable. What What is colic? So colic is a mystery that uh, the universe gives your child to mess with you. <laughs> a little bit more specific, please. Um, it's where your child has like wind in its belly and oh. it can't tell you why or what causes this wind. It's just wind in the child's belly and it's really uncomfortable and they cry for hours and it's inconsolable. There is nothing you can do. But wouldn't the crying make like, them make swallow them more air yeah, and yeah. make them even more? Yes, it does. Oh, okay. So colic is defined by the baby crying at least three hours a day, three days a week for a minimum of three weeks. But uh, as far as Lily goes, she, she cries, cries for, for six hours. She's like double. She is just absolutely inconsolable. There is nothing you can do. If you just leave her on the bed, close the door, she's going to cry. If you pick her up, rock her and soothe her, she's still going to cry. Mm. So I... Nothing I, calms nothing. her down. So everyone's like, just leave her and let her cry it out. But okay. I haven't had the heart. So I've been picking her up and rocking her. And now my back is achy. And it's really lonely. So I've been crying along with her most days. Aww. So this was what the last four weeks has been like. Just a lot of crying. The a lot first of emotions. Week, yeah, the first week we got her home, she had really high jaundice. Okay. Jaundice level. So jaundice is like your liver is not processing correctly. Uh -huh. Which a lot of babies have. But she was even more intense because our blood types were incompatible. So is my, that what causes jaundice? No, no, no. Most of the time, it's just babies, their livers are not developed. Okay. So you just give them a bit of sunlight and they're fine. But for my case, it was made worse by our blood type. So mine uh -huh. is O plus and hers is B positive. And right. apparently, they, they were fighting with each other. My blood type was attacking hers okay did she have to be in like the yeah, yeah, incubator she, kept, she was in hospital for two extra days okay so but then all was days, good we brought her home and she was jaundice makes you dehydrated and very tired right so when we got her all she did was eat and sleep and i thought oh my god my baby <laughs> is an angel not only did she come out pretty she came out adorable oh yeah and i'm not just saying that like she really is a damn good looking newborn honestly she is so cute she's got she like really the most is. beautiful eyes her she's lashes so round. so long what you're like okay so i'm like oh my she's a cute baby and she's a good baby she's eating and she's sleeping well <laughs> and then the jaundice cleared up and then the colic came the out of play in. Yep. yeah it's like haha sucker <laughs> Okay. It, it was really bad. It is still really bad. Well, I have to say, you're doing a fantastic job. Even though it may feel like 
yeah, sure, but my baby's still crying. But you know, I think you need to give yourself a bit more credit. You know, I think women in general need to give themselves buckets load, yeah, trucks load of credit. And all this is happening while your body is still recovering. Still recovering. Like, your boobs are still hurting. Your vag is still hurting. I mean, hemorrhoids. Yeah, hemorrhoids. <laughs> on top of that, yeah. So, um, you know, if you're a first-time mom, or if you're just a mom who just gave birth, you yeah. know, like, or if you're a child who has a mother, <laughs> be grateful, you little. T- <laughs> yeah, or if you're a partner and yeah. you have a wife who just gave birth, yeah. just be a little bit more forgiving, you know? It's very rough, especially for a first-time mom who's also and learning as she goes. If you need help, ask for it. Yeah. Because it is so lonely when you are on maternity leave, you're by yourself, and then when you give birth to the baby, you're by yourself. Mm. Even if you have friends who don't have children, just have them come over and talk to you. Yeah, they it may not be able so much to help. Better, right? Yes, it does. And it's worse for you because you were on bed rest for like four months exactly. before your actual birth. Just, so, and before that, it was circuit breaker. So it was like <laughs> circuit breaker. I had two weeks of socializing, and then oh, that's it. My life was and just solitude. It was yeah. And you're a full-on extrovert, right? So, are you not? Are you really not an extrovert? I don't like I I don't like people, but the people that I do like I like. Okay, that makes sense. But you like going out with the people that you like. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do need I company. Need, I need company. I need. Oh my god, I am so needy. <laughs> like, and then really. it's just been like months and months of solitude. solitude. So it's rough, but uh, I'm sure you know Lily will grow out of her colic. Or at least we pray she'll go. She will. She will. Okay, silver lining. If you are a new mom and everything I have said has traumatized you and is scaring you and is making you more nervous, Mm -hmm. silver lining is the actual act of childbirth where Lily came out. Mm -hmm. That two minutes was traumatic. Mm. But everything else is completely doable. Like you would totally do it again. The next morning, I told my husband, oh, I can do that again. We can have another child. Easy. Wow. Okay, so we're looking forward to a baby number two. Definitely. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so again, like you said, you know, every Every pregnancy, every childbirth is different. Mm-hmm. Like my cousin, I think she was in and out of the delivery room in like, I don't know, an hour. She wow. Yeah, she said like it was as though nothing <laughs> happened. I was like, wow. My friend had 30 hours. She was in labor for 30 hours. So, you know, with every childbirth experience, it's different. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and do what's right for you. Mm. If you want a cesarean, go right ahead and get a cesarean. Oh, and also journal it down. You mentioned you yes, wanted I to want, journal the yeah, whole yeah, experience yeah, yeah, because down. Because you forget, right? Yeah. And like everyone tells you, okay, so you lose... Oh, 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 how much time do I have? Can I still talk yeah, about it? Yeah, yeah, talk about it. So you, you need to learn how to pee. You need to learn how to poo all, all over, over again. All over again? Why? Yeah, because... You have a catheter in you, right. firstly. And there's so much trauma that happens to your lower area. You kind of lose sensation of things. So you feel You forget the need, what it's like. Yeah, you feel the need to pee very intensely, but you just don't know how to get it out of the hole. Oh. You don't know which hole it's going to. So it's so, so close together. So you had to sit on like the toilet bowl for And really hours. focus. Yep. Okay. And really, really focus. So everyone's like, oh, it'll, it'll get better in two weeks. Two weeks, you'll be able to pee again. Mm. So allow your body to recover because after one week, after five days, I was like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do it? Oh, you know, what's wrong? I'm a failure. I don't know why I was so hard on myself. So yes, <laughs> two weeks. Literally, by the second week, I could pee. Mm. So just allow your body the time to recover and don't get angry at your body. Yeah, and your body is that. amazing. It'll heal on its yeah, own. Yeah, I was like, doing that. Yeah, so. And if you need a pee, just turn on warm water and like pee with warm water. It's magical. Everyone was telling me to do it. I was like, what rubbish. And I was so desperate one night. I just stood in the shower, turned on the warm water and put it on my foot and I peed. I'm like, oh, this is like, oh, I should have done this from the start. So kudos to Jill. Yeah, you're now a mother of one. Mm. And uh, I guess sometime down the road, you know, when Lily's a bit more calm,
Um, we'll do another episode about motherhood and all things parenting. Yeah, because right now I've got nothing nice to say about motherhood. It sucks. It's really boring. <laughs> like, I love my child, but I yeah. am not a mother of a newborn. We'll let you go mother. through, like, not just the bad, but also the good before we, you know, eventually do an episode. Yeah, I'll do yeah. a review. <laughs> do I, do <laughs> On I your like baby? Motherhood? <laughs> Look out for the Yelp review. Exactly. <laughs> Until then, I will be back again in two weeks' time with a brand new episode of Adulting. No talk. more baby talk. Mm. Adulting is a production of SBH Radio. It's hosted and produced by Jill and Celeste from Kiss92. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home.